We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at LJ Hybee and on Facebook. This week's guest is Temi Becca. Temi is the founder of She Breaks Through, an agency that trains African women from disadvantaged backgrounds to work as technical virtual assistants. She believes in helping others reignite their passion, gain more clarity, and reconnect with the bigger purpose. She is on a mission to empower 1 million women by 2025. Tammy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Laurie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited for our conversation because I think what you're doing is fascinating. Thank you. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what triggered you to start your business? Absolutely. You know, I, I, have, I have started so many businesses like every other entrepreneur out there. But this particular business, it was related to a trip. I actually attributed it to somebody's death. I was in Zimbabwe. I had traveled in Zimbabwe and I read an article on the paper about a girl uh, who had committed suicide because she was tired of trading her body just to put food on the table. And that story just triggered a lot of emotions for me. First of all, it triggered my own history uh, of what I went through getting out of my marriage. And it also triggered what I saw other women go through uh, in Zimbabwe and every other woman who I was talking to about how they were stuck in abusive relationships because of money. And I said, I'm going to change this. I have to find a way to change it. And so I, I'm, at that time, I was still in Canada. I was still um, actively investing in real estate and teaching people how to invest in real estate. And I kind of came back and I was like, I can't teach these women how to invest in real estate because they they are not there yet. And I need to find a way to something that's going to put food on the table for them. And so at first I was going to go teach them how to start their own businesses online. And I, I went back to Zimbabwe and I tried to do that. And I just realized that they were completely at a different level. All they wanted was food on the table. Didn't matter how it came, just food on the table for their kids. And so I was like, okay, what is the fastest way I know a woman can just get started and started now. And I had previously, I had trained my own virtual assistants. So I knew that my virtual assistants and all of them were from Africa. I knew that they didn't have any knowledge and I trained them personally and they were working with me. So I said, I could just train these women to be virtual assistants too. And that's really how the business started. Oh, that's great. I love the story and the passion. You can just hear the passion for what you're doing and uh, supporting all of these women that, um, are, are really struggling to find their way to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And you know, when I started Lori, I have to say my goal was just to train them and just leave them at that. Now we have a virtual agency because I realized that they still needed the hand holding, even after training, they still needed the hand holding to find the jobs and to, so it was easier for them to go through my internship first before they can go find the jobs out there. Sure. That makes sense. So what's the number one thing that entrepreneurs can do immediately to scale faster? I think it goes back to uh, working on your zone of genius. It's, you really have to start working on your zone of genius and stop 
working on little things. And the reason I'm saying this is because before I started training these women, I was so busy stuck up in working on the little things. I was building my website. I was doing every little technical stuff which I could do and every little thing which is associated to the business. It wasn't until I stopped doing that. And as I said, I hired my VAs and I just started digging deeper into my big why, digging deeper into what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I believe I have uh, for the world? And that's when I started realizing, oh my God, I could change the world. I could really change the lives for other people. And I'm here for a purpose. It was about working in my zone of genius. So any entrepreneur who's listening right now or anybody listening really, what you need to do is to stop doing the look of things. And I'm not saying look as in that they don't matter. No, but I mean the things that do, that are not in your zone of excellence, the things that, that are not in your zone of genius, rather, the things that you are, you, you are happy and thriving in and you are good at what your friends think. Oh my God, she's so good at this. You need to stop that and let other, stop doing other stuff and let other people do that. And you work on what you're good at and what your friends say you're good at. I think that's a really powerful statement. And I see a ton of entrepreneurs not doing that <laughs> and, and they're trying to do everything and be everything. Um, and, you know, to some extent, it comes down to money. They're trying to save money by doing it themselves. I think it's but... also a control factor. Yeah. yeah. I think we are, I think as entrepreneurs, naturally, we, are, uh, we have a certain tendency to be controlling. Obviously, we can't work under somebody else. So <laughs> we don't want to be controlled. But we have a certain tendency to want to oversee everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of can come back to us where, yes, there is the money factor, but I don't think the manufacturer is high because you realize that when you let go of those tasks, you actually earn more income. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was doing a case study with one of the ladies who started working with us. And she says, I have tripled, tripled my income because I stopped doing my own landing pages and lead magnets and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I think it's, it's about control. Mm-hmm. Control. And personally, I, I love learning new things too. So I, you know, it's my own curiosity on how something's done that makes me want to do it to some extent, but I can a hundred percent appreciate focusing on the things that I'm really good at so that and let other people focus on their expertise, allowing me to grow. And I, I think that's fantastic advice that you're offering. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So how have the connections that you've made helped you as you started your business? Oh my God, where do I start? Like, I think networking is the foundation of building a business. That's my opinion. I think just when you really want to build a business, you just have to start networking right away. And I'll just go back to when I first started uh, investing in real estate and I used to go to these events. At that time, I didn't realize it was networking, but I used to go to these events at night. Uh, They used to happen once a month at night and I would meet people and those people who I met during, some of them became my good, good friends and some of them became my best investors. They started putting money into my pocket and helping me scale my business faster. So that's really where it all started. And as I moved forward, uh, it was, 
in the online business. Those, those relationships I had built when I started in real estate came in handy because I had that reputation. I, people were giving me testimonials. People were giving me, say, vouching for me, vouching for what I had done and vouching for what I do. And right now, the opportunities that have come I, I just unimaginable. I have a TED talk coming up, a TEDx talk coming up. I have an offer to write a book. And this is not because I searched for it, but it's because of the connections I've made. That's amazing. I love that. So let's share with our listeners one of your most successful or favorite networking experiences that you've had. Yeah, my favorite one, it was when I, I went to this event, my first ever online marketing event about three years ago, four years now, four years ago. And, um, and I had never been to that kind of event before. And I was lost. I was like drowning and lost. And I started talking to people in the lobby who were sitting and kind of drinking beer. And I started talking to them. And eventually I said, you know, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just here because I heard that you can make money online. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. And these people were more mature than me in regards to the online marketing world. And they said, well, why don't we start a mastermind? And we agreed and we started a mastermind. And that I have had that mastermind since then. And I, I'm still part of that mastermind group. And that was the best networking experience. And I think the best thing that ever came out of my networking events was that mastermind. I love that. First off, I am a huge advocate of masterminds and to some extent I'm addicted to being a part of them because they're so <laughs> powerful. But I love that you just went to this event with and you admitted that you had no idea what you were doing and people were just open and welcoming and it sounds like you have an amazing group of people to lean on. Um to, you know, for expertise and strength and support. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And if I had not gone to that event, Laurie, I'm just thinking about it right now. I probably would have never pursued the online world. I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have. And if I had maybe even gone to the event and maybe sat in my room after dinner and just said, you know what, the event is done. I'm just going to go in my room and sleep. I would not have made the same connections I have. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you got to take the initiative to to push yourself and outside of your comfort uh, comfort zone, and and you know take the leap and start talking to people you don't know. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So as you've continued to develop your network and your community, how do you stay in front of and best nurture these relationships? Um, can you just repeat that? <laughs> So all of the relationships, your network um, and your community that you've created over time, how do you stay in front of and nurture these relationships? Okay. So the community, which is part of, um, and the relationships, which are part of my community, meaning in my email list or in my Facebook or with Facebook friends and all that stuff, I basically co- communicate with them through my email. I have weekly uh, a weekly blog and I have a podcast as well where I basically sh- uh, share and talk about things and which kind of stays in touch with those people who I connect with and they can see those in my email list. But in regards to the closer relationships, I try to stay in touch with people at least once a month, kind of just have the, I, I call it my social day where I basically just going through my list and saying, who haven't I spoken to in a while and who am I missing? And 
what what happened the last time we spoke? Maybe I should catch up and find out what they're up to, how I can support them in their business and that kind of thing. That's really how I do it. I think that's great. And you're you're definitely practicing um, a lot of the the best practices with regards to nurturing your network. What advice would you offer the business professional who is looking to grow their network? I don't know what's I I, I missed the first the first part. What is what advice would you would offer you, oh, okay. the business professional who is looking to grow their network? I think get off your butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by that, I mean, uh, just go to events. And it doesn't have to be events that are 1,000 kilometers away from where you live. Uh, it could be local events. There are a lot of events in every local city. Like here where I live, there's a women in business uh, networking event. There's, there's so many events in every city. And, and so you can just start by that. Once a month, it doesn't have to be every week. Once a month, just attend those kind of events or meet up groups for entrepreneurs and start talking to people. And when you get there. I find one of the most difficult things uh, people do is when they go to those events, they become, and I, and it's still, it's hard for me to say this because I'm an extrovert and I do understand that some people are introverts mm-hmm. and it's hard for them to go out there. But what they do is they just put themselves in their corner. And when it's break time, they're the first to stand up and just leave and the last to come back into the room. And even as an introvert, I don't think it would hurt just to sit on your corner because there will be an extrovert like me who's going to come and say hi. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so just attend events, as many events as you can. So obviously you're working in the digital space, um, but do you find digital networking or traditional networking to be more valuable? For me, it's traditional. I am... I call myself ancient, uh, even though I'm working in the digital space. Uh-huh. I, I, I find it, I find uh, traditional more effective uh, because you are meeting people in person and one-on-one. And if you go digital, it's about even talking just because it's digital doesn't mean that there is no communication. It's about talking to them, kind of going on a Zoom call or a, a, a Skype call or whatever it is that you use and just have a conversation with somebody. Uh, not the digital type where you're just doing a Facebook live and nobody is watching and you just hope people are going to come. I think you need to kind of keep that communications. Also, maybe even reaching out personally one-on-one. One of the things I really like lately is um, it's boom, I think it's called Boom Boom Videos. Okay. Yeah. I just started them recently. Bomb uh, bomb. That's what they're called. Bomb bomb videos. And you basically just shoot a little video, 30 seconds, and you send it to somebody and it's personalized. And I do that for my list. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have not heard of that. I'm going to definitely check that out. Um, it sounds uh, quite interesting, actually. All right, Tammy, if you can go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? I would have taken more risks. I was, um, in as much as I believe that I'm a risk taker, but I always had those internal doubts within me that said, you you know, who, who do you think you are? I always had that word coming, coming to me saying, who do you think you are to think you can be a doctor or you can be a nurse anesthetist. I wanted to be a nurse anesthetist so bad. And, and, but I, there was, 
something that just kept telling me that, no, I'm not smart enough to do that. And so I, w- I think I would have taken more action. Interesting. Okay, good. So we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Now, who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the six degree? Uh, that person has to be within the six degrees. <laughs> do you believe you could do it? Yeah. Who is that person? <laughs> oh, I was going to say Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So but I think. That, within six, but she is actually, she is. Yeah. Oprah. Okay. So how would you start that journey? Well, I would talk to a friend of mine who was on Oprah show. Perfect. Yeah. And I would say to her, can you please connect me to Oprah? (laughs) And maybe, maybe when she gets invited and I know she's, yeah, maybe when she gets invited, I could just tag along. (laughs) (laughs) I know this sounds crazy, but that's how I think. (laughs) No, that's great. I love it. Um, and and I, I'll say you are not the first guest to say Oprah. She's she's definitely uh, been mentioned a couple of times when I ask this question. So <laughs> so you're you're not standing out uh, too too big here. Um, but that's great. I I love that you've got it kind of mapped out. So hopefully you report back to us with some positive news that you made. You had the opportunity co- to connect with her. Yeah, you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, when I said her name, it felt like she was so further away. But when I when you say the sixth degree, I was like, hold on a second. I know somebody who knows Oprah. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> it's fantastic. Funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that scary. It's not that scary. <laughs> All right. So as a uh, an entrepreneur, I imagine continuous learning is important to you. So is there a book that you're reading right now or any podcast that you're subscribed to that you want to share with our listeners? Yes, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, but my favorite one is by Ali Brown. It's called Glambition Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like her because she, uh, she takes things to, an, to the next level. And of course, my own podcast, She Breaks Through. Uh, <laughs> I, I listen to that. But in regards to the books, I'm just reading one called Rocket Fuel. I just finished it actually and started a new one called Profit Fest. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I've read both of those. Those are fantastic books. Uh, I would preach that um, both Rocket Fuel and Profit First are really good to, for any entrepreneur to read 100%. Yeah, I think they must for any entrepreneur. I, I didn't know about them until uh, I kind of needed to read them. And I realized, oh, my God, this is a must. Oh, yeah, both of them. And I, I don't know which one I would recommend starting with because they're both very powerful. Yeah, both it's true. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me. What is something that you would like to ask me? Laurie, why do you think networking is important? Oh my goodness. Networking is, I would say it's what holds the the world together. I mean, relationships are how anything has started. I mean, you, you're born into a relationship right away, right? Your, mm-hmm. your parents and, and this is what we know from day one. And so evolving that into the professional space, I mean, business really comes down to who you know at the end of the day. And it's important to not only try to build new relationships, but to have a positive ongoing relationship with those that are 
are close and important to you and to showcase that you value those individuals and you want to be part of their support system in hopes of getting that reciprocity and that they're there to support and advocate for you as well. Mm-hmm. Love that. Do I have okay. to ask another question? Because I do. To- totally up to you. <laughs> we, can, we can stop right there or you can ask me another question. Go for it. What's been the hardest thing for you uh, with running Social Capital Podcast? Oh, wow. Um, that's a great question. I, I love that it that you tossed that one at me. So what I've learned, um, I try to be efficient with my time and record multiple episodes at a time. Um, and I learned that I get burned out if I'm doing too many back-to-back interviews. So I'm not giving, I'm not putting my best self forward with some guests if I'm, you know, on my fourth or fifth episode of recording for the day. And I don't like that. Wow. Exactly how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) I I try to keep it at three at the most per day. Um, Just because, and I don't do every single day. That's the other thing that would, that's just not smart, (laughs) but um, good question. Thank you for asking that. Tammy, do you have any final word of advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Yeah, I, and I, I mentioned this before. I'll say just go out there and start talking to people. And, um, and Laurie mentioned about uh, the digital sorry, excuse me, the digital space, uh, it doesn't hurt also just to keep in touch with your network, whether it's uh, your email list, whether it's your viewers, your Facebook friends or whoever it is, it does not hurt just to pop in once in a while and do a Facebook Live and share with them. I mean, weekly is recommended, but if you can't do it, just keep in touch because there's nothing as hard or I find frustrating as somebody who emails me once every three months because they're selling something. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst thing you can do to your audience. I agree. I, I think it's all about adding value. And and you're making me think about that Facebook Live because for some reason I'm just not doing it. <laughs> but I, I think I, I've, um, I've looked at your comment on that as a challenge to myself for this, this next year. So I'm going to jump in and and make it a thing that happens. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Tammy, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what's the best way they can reach you? Um, thank you for asking. Yeah, the best way I think it would be to go to our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, where there's a contact form there, but virtual stuff on demand. Uh, that's where you'll find a lot about me and a lot about the women I train. Uh, virtualstuffondemand.com. And that's really the best way. And we do have a gift there. We offer free training. So you can just sign up for the gift uh, as well. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Uh, we will include that information in our show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. And thanks for having me, Laurie. Yes, this was a lot of fun. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Temi for taking the time to connect with us. Join us next week for another great guest as we continue the conversation on networking and building your community. If you need me, send an email to Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.